Hi everyone, welcome to the Lily and Alex show. This is, in fact, a legally distinct podcast. It is not the few who speak. Fable Fuse dissolved. As you can... It's over. Fable Fuse dissolved. It is now, uh, it's like the Yogg's cast in- mm-hmm. instead of... Yeah, uh, now it's instance channels with with different yeah. people. What a goddamn yeah, mess. Yeah, it used to be just Yogg's cast, or blue- and now it's Yogg's cast... Uh, was it Lewis and Simon is the channel name that like all I the main shits on? I don't pay attention to it anymore. Yeah, now it's Fable View, Lily know, and Alex. The only thing I know nowadays is that uh, Tomato Gaming still refers to Strippin as Yogg's Cast Strippin because he know he doesn't like. He know he doesn't like. It's that. very funny. Oh my gosh, love Yogg's Cast <sighs> Strippin, dude. It's the Railcraft guy. Yeah, what a what. <laughs> He knows that he understands that mod. I believe he did Railcraft when they used to do those big modded packs and they all took on different jobs. I believe yeah. he knew about like cart stuff, if I'm not mistaken. Railcraft is a nightmare. Speaking of uh, nightmares. Oh. I've been we've all been playing Sea of Thieves. And yesterday uh. yesterday was a fucking ordeal. Because what happened was yeah. is uh Ares played with us, and it's, uh, and, uh, at, like, about halfway through, like, a long-haul adventure we were doing in that game, uh, Lily went to bed, but then we continued doing this mission, and it just descended into chaos. Eventually, Kiefer just started throwing, like, those throwable bombs that, like, blow you back, and just saying, saying, yeah? like, oops, blunder bombs, and then this became a running <laughs> gag to just keep throwing <laughs> each other off the fucking boat. And then, uh. and then we drove through a fucking storm and got assaulted by like the rarest megalodon available. And we had like six pieces of wood to repair the ship. And Kiefer wanted to fight it when we had all the treasure on the boat. It was a goddamn mess. Man, I can't believe I missed out on that great play session. You, mm, it actually was inc- it was incredibly fun, but the chaos oh, I'm made sure. me want to pop it all. I could hear areas as I was trying to sleep. Good. <laughs> I didn't take too long oh, to fall asleep. They didn't keep me up hold or anything. On. Yeah? I smell weed smoke. <laughs> don't... Weed smoke? Oh, my window's open because I'm trying to keep it cool in my room because I have a computer. Oh, are you... Li- <laughs> I thought you were like doing no, a bit no, or no, something. No, 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 no! My room now is just—I just have a distinct smell of marijuana in my room. So I think someone, like a neighbor, has a fucking window open, and it's just blasting weed blowing into it up. the fucking atmosphere. Oof! That or my, that or someone in my house smoked up and it hit the fucking vents of the air. Oh, that sounds like I a can nightmare. taste it in my fucking mouth. This sucks. I hate weed smell so much. It's the one thing that keeps me away from it. I hate how it fucking smells. It, it makes me disgusted. It gives me a headache. Mm-hmm. It's not good. I prov- like mm-hmm. I my family like my parents both were heavy smokers, and I would prefer fucking tobacco smoke over marijuana. Re- yeah, you know what? I think I agree with you there. I hate both, but I'd take that one over. Because weed smell, like, gets in your fucking mouth, even if you're not smoking it. Like, I can coat the inside of your fucking mouth. I hate it. Yeah, no, it's a fucking nightmare. 
The uh, so, so besides that, um, in recent news, I got a GameCube adapter, and by recent I mean today, I got a GameCube oh? controller adapter for Switch, Wii U, and PC. So now, I now have a GameCube controller out. It's my childhood one that's fucking immaculate because I was a good boy, and I took care of my. Are you gonna play? Are you gonna play The Last of Hat in Time with your GameCube controller? I can try. Do you need select for anything I... or the bumpers? Because I'm I only have the Z key. Oh right. Um, I have triggers and a bumper. I don't. But I don't have the select. I don't know key. if. I don't know if the bumpers do anything. The bumpers. Select I think, doesn't I, do anything. I think. I think the bumpers are quick select, for uh, or it might be the wheel. Oh, it is the hat select. Yeah. Tri- is trigger- no, the wheels like? Is it the triggers for the wheel? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. It's the well, D-pad for I, quick select. Well, that's true. No, D-pad up and down is emoting. Oh, I guess right and left is probably for hats, huh? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, it should be good. I'll try it. You're gonna hear a lot of fucking, uh, hold on. Fucking God, I love the sound fu- of the game. Fucking melee player over here. Ooh. Take that. Alex is playing Take that. video games. By fucking law of statistics, there's probably one melee dude in our subscription pool, I imagine, out of the 52. Maybe. There could be. Depends on your perspective. But yeah, I can now use a GameCube controller on PC games and on, uh, wow. on my Wii U, which is very handy. Cause that it m- does sound pretty So good. now I won't complain about the fucking Wii U Pro Controller as much. Yeah, you'll. I used to like that controller. I used to. I used to like that controller a lot. The Wii U Pro Controller, and then the Switch one came out. And again, I still don't understand why the Wii or why the Switch Pro Controller doesn't have actual triggers. They're buttons. Mm. In this in this year of gaming, you should have triggers that have some analog to them, not just a single button input. It's weird, right? Even the PlayStation 3 had the analog. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Imagine playing, like, any modern game with, like, the PlayStation 2 controller. Ugh. Feels like a nightmare. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. But, um... Mm. The, uh... Some, o- some other uh, news is the Game Awards happened since the last time we had a podcast. Because we took last week off because we literally forgot to record. Sephiroth. 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 Yeah, I love that. That was such a cool trailer. The important news for me was Disco Elysium was getting a nice new code, like a nice new Final Cut, where every single fucking voice line is voice acted. Oh, I'm so excited for that coming in March. What are you gonna do if some of the characters' voices don't match what you thought in your head? They all have voices. They just didn't voice every line. They just had very important lines oh. voiced. So every character is has oh. has a voice actor. Um Okay. The only ones that never had a voice was your inner monologue and like the narrator. Any of those. And you've any, heard any a few samples of those? I, I have no, they haven't g- given off any of that. I don't even oh. know if they're gonna do the inner monologue stuff. That might all still be text, Uh-oh. I don't know. I don't know if they'll give them voices, because there's twenty six unique ones. Um, I think they should. 
personally. It would be pretty epic. They gave the limbic system yeah. and your ancient reptilian brain a voice actor. Those two voices in your yeah. head are voiced, and they're very good and voiced by the same person. What if they're all voiced by the same person? If that dude has enough range to cover all those voices uniquely, props. I love that. I love that a lot. <laughs> I would love that. Oh my gosh. That would be funny. It's a lot of voice. I don't voice. even know anything about this game. I think when it drops, maybe we could do something on it. My The one thing I wanted to do with Disco Elysium since I beat it is I want to do some sort of... I want to cover it in some way, either be it a stream or recording. But I want to mm-hmm. uh, cheat the game to boost all the stats to maximum so I can read all of the dialogue. Like a like horrible monster. Yes, because I've already experienced the game. I already know what's happening in the story. But I wanted to see, like... Because what happens is if you have a bunch of... um, If you have a bunch of really high... Uh, like stats in all 26 of the uh uh categories of your skills yeah. they like they only like they roll checks all the time in that game behind the scenes and if you pass it shows you the dialogue otherwise it doesn't show you anything so if you have really high perception all that all that skill does is it rolls and while you're doing things it gives you a bit more flavor text that you like perceive so like you hit Is there still a chance of failure with high stats? Probably not. It's it is like ah. it's like it has like actual percentages like XCOM when it comes to like real skill checks. The like oh. the like flavor text skill checks don't roll, it's passive, like passive perception in D D. It just ha- yes. you just have it. Okay. But every once in a while a uh, a skill check comes along where you have to decide if you're going to roll or not, if you're going to choose it, you have the option. Yeah. But the um the like I wanted to check it I wanted to see it very much because there's so many of those skills that don't do anything but like they don't have skills checks they just give you more text passively as you're reading so you'll move on to like the, lizard brain yeah yes lizard brain is more story okay but um yeah the uh like there's a point in that game where you uh roundhouse spin kick a uh like a like a racist who believes in like um who believes in, like, race theory and eugenics. And uh, if you pass mm-hmm. a really high physical dexterity check, you can spin kick him. Otherwise, he's a tutorial about internalizing thoughts, which is a mechanic in the game, and you have to internalize his race get- theory, theory to pass by him. Um, you do have to internalize racism? Yeah, yes, that's the, that's the first uh, thing you internalize, is if you can't beat him up, you have to actually submit to the new and be like, okay, yeah, your race theory is correct, and then he lets you pass. But, um, <laughs> the, uh... What a weird if you, intro. If you, before you do the spin kick, you just punch him in the throat to, like, incapacitate him. And then, like, you, yeah. you're, like, um... You're, like, savoir-faire, which is, like, you're, like, be extra and dramatic and cool. is like, now's the time for a spin kick. And then <laughs> you do it. But, um... The the first throat punch, like, if you don't have high perception, it just says, you, you like, punch him and gives you some flavor. But if you have high perception, it's like, you can see the blood dripping out of his mouth, and, like, you can hear it and stuff. Like, it's really, uh... It, the flavor text Yucky. in that game is incredibly good, because, like, that doesn't add anything, but it... But make you... Feels. It, it just... Yeah, it just makes you, like, uh... It just puts you in... It just in depth... In... What's the word? 
immerses immerses you in it that's the word but wow. yeah anyway disco elysium is probably the best game i've played in a long time the best story best but, book best, you've best, ever read yes that's the joke i like to say but it's a. Uh, it is a. Uh, it is the best like role-playing story game i've ever played and it's wow. it, uh, it's gonna take quite it's gonna take fucking something to knock it off that block um Ooh, it could be elder scrolls 6 alex it could Elder Scrolls Six could beat out Disco like, Elysium. Like, you don't know the game's not Disco, out, Alex. Disco Elysium is my favorite. <gasps> no, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. But the uh, <laughs> the uh, Disco Elysium is my best like story game ever, like story mm-hmm. RPG. Uh, Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door is still, in terms of RPG mechanics, the most like turn based RPG. My favorite. Like we should have like developed a. Maybe before the year ends, we try to bring, like, our our favorite shit of the year. Or favorite shit of all time or something. I don't know. Because there's a lot. And a lot of people would like to probably talk about their there's obsessions. There's eight of us. Yes. A lot of people have many obsessions that they would like to talk about at length. Like me with Disco Elysium. Hmm. Maybe we could do it on our anniversary on the, uh, in April. Hmm. We could. Yeah. We should do our taxes. Like we're like just we, a blank screen, and we just do our taxes quietly. <laughs> we we actually do have to do taxes. Yeah. Although I don't know if there's like a minimum where it's like, uh, you're not really a taxable entity, you know? We ma- yeah, we made like what, like twenty dollars total, probably. N- no, we actually made closer to seventy so far. Really? I was talking about just like well, monthly, and not just like you know. Oh, like I'm um, well, like from Patreon, like a like an actual income. Okay, if we're counting only Patreon donations, uh, we've made about forty dollars. Nice, that was close. Well, I don't think we're technically a taxable. Entity. No, we're making like baby change. We'll have to find out, I guess. Although I do keep those receipts. Yeah, it's a good thing to do. So beyond that, um. So, viewer, you're 15 minutes in. How do you enjoy just two people? How's it going? Yeah, you know. You're the third party now. I mean, we're, we're we are just kind of talking. Talk back to us. We can't hear point. you, but talk back like a crazy person. <laughs> could you speak up a little? Yeah, could you get closer <laughs> to the microphone? Oh, my gosh. Um, but I don't think we're going to do anything special for Christmas. No. Because it's kind of been a nightmare getting anyone together yeah everyone's fucking busy. um all of the recordings that are being posted this month are from like no, early november yep yeah yeah we haven't um, recorded anything in december yet i feel like we have i could be wrong i but i feel like we have don't think so we recorded my summer car on finish independence day that was the sixth yeah. Okay. So we recorded, one we thing record, you're watching we, was recorded. Yeah, we in December. recorded the Finnish Independence Day session of my summer car because it was in December. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So there's that, and I think that's it. I'm just sitting here um, on my desktop watching Steam update games as we're doing this. Ooh. The Halo Master Chief Collection is downloading something bulky. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Halo. I, I, I already have every <laughs> single one Halo. of the games downloaded. What could it possibly be doing? <laughs> it's putting more Halo on there, so, Alex. So much. 
It's so It's a lot of Halo. Halo. How much Halo is it? Well, we can find out. I will right-click it. This is what you've come to expect from this podcast. Um, yeah. There's no professionalism. Let's go to Browse Local Files. Uh-huh. And then we'll go outside this folder, and then we will right-click it. Yeah. And go to Properties. Yeah. Halo the Ch- Master uh-huh. Chief Collection... It's compiling the data. The gigabytes are still climbing. Yeah. As I've opened it, so we're just gonna great content. Yeah, I'm no dead air. I'll just keep narrating what my computer's doing. Yeah. Uh, the Halo: The Master Chief Collection takes up approximately 125 gigabytes. Now that's actually not that bad. Now that every single one of the games has dropped, plus the online component, which is a different install for some reason. That's a decently small amount of file space for several games. Well, I mean, like, half of them came out when the Xbox 360 was the cutting edge. 360 still had pretty big ISOs, didn't it? They're like... Like, all of... All of, um... Oh, wait, this is before online stuff was uh, just everywhere. All of the Xbox 360 Rare Replay games installed separately, and not a single one of them went over 600 gigabytes. And by gigabytes, I mean wow. megabytes. 600 gigabytes is half a terabyte. That is incorrect. I was about to say. Viva Pinata is... That's how much modern games are. Yeah, that's what Call of Duty Cold War installs just for the multiplayer. Yeah. I'm actually... You've given me the idea to uh, start updating my Steam games. I, I've had 20 games waiting, and they're all like, we'll update Steam, on the 31st. Steam's doing very strange things recently. They've committed this new thing where, like... Where, like... The games will wait a long time, and or like, I think it's some weird Steam update. Like, it's not anything that messes with the game, but like Steam updates, so then the, all the games have to update to match Steam. Because I get like 12 updates in a row, and they're all like 2 megabytes, and they're all like done instantly, and I'm like, what could you It's apos- like netcode updates, yes, I'm sure. Yes, but it's for like single player games too. It's very uh. strange. I should uninstall some of these. Yeah? Do we want to... I don't Let's play... clean out the computer today. For no, I'm not doing that on recording. I'm not doing that on recording. I should just turn just... on OBS and go and clean out my fucking Steam. I'm just noticing <laughs> that I have a bunch of games I haven't touched in, like, uh, two years still installed. Oh, yeah. I have that because I'm like, I'll get around to it eventually. No, you never do. No. Remember that one time we went through our Steam <sighs> library and I just listed games? We did that. You did. That was fun. Um, I'm actually getting closer to completing a game on oh. Steam, getting all the achievements. Yeah? Yeah. I was, I'm was. i trying to get all of the Rivals of Aether achievements. Oh. That game is a lot harder to get the achievements for because they finally released like, their definitive edition. Mm. Which means that they went from like 20 achievements to 32. So you have Thieves but, feeds into that for me because of all the commendations. Yeah. But um I've only have two left to get. Mm. And they are the two hardest ones. I'm close to getting the the biggest hardest one and then one of them is just a waiting game essentially because I have to get a bunch of in-game money. Ah. Uh so I will probably get that done on my next like real day off. And um yeah, I don't know. It's just video games silly, huh? So like uh 
I'm looking at my I'm, because Steam is just on my desktop right now. I'm just keep seeing the games in my library that are in alphabetical order. My favorites and American Truck Simulator is there, and I was fucking thinking about how um I think that I sh- I streamed it that one time and it took me like two hours to drive from like Portland, Oregon to like the bottom of fucking uh what's that California? No, the new update happened. Colorado? Oh, I think I had to yeah, drive. To, I had to drive down to Colorado. And Wyoming just dropped. Hooray. The least populated state. Um, That's not true. Is it not? What's it's up? North Dakota. Really? Yeah. I want, actually, I think it's closer to Alaska than North Dakota. Um, North Dakota is the least populated Oh, I read it United wrong. States State. I I the I found that inform I said that information because American Truck Simulator's update for introducing the DLC said the least populated state, but I must have read it wrong or remembered it wrong as being the least populated state. Um, right. But anyway, uh seeing that DLC, I was like, man, they're really going to try to do every fucking state justice, and when they get to New York or like Florida, definitely gonna have a video on our channel that is driving from the west to the east coast oh yeah take a drive through texas when you do that it took go through dfw such it was such a long fucking drive to get to fucking to get to where i needed to go holy shit only two hours that was just to to get get like barely i was majority of the terrestrial united states that was barely halfway all the time took up was because we had to get over the fucking mountains once we yeah. entered flat, we were home free. You have to get you have to get over those mountains, and then once the entire East Coast gets implemented, you have to go over the Rockies. Mm. Is it the Rockies or is the Rockies the left one? I think it's, uh, are, no, that's the Appalachians, yeah, Appalachians. on the on the west. Cause yeah, because it's called the Appalachians. And then the Rockies are in the east. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Luck. I know geography. I don't. When Wyoming got released, I was like, isn't Wyoming, like, up by the Great Lakes? And I was like, oh, you poor idiot. That's Wisconsin. Yes, it is. I'm not very good. Wyoming is right next to Nevada, which is right next to Utah, which is right next to uh, New Mexico. This is all gone. those are the four corners? Never say that with a question. Like, I would know. I would be able to verify. (laughs) Because I never will. I know a little bit of United States geography because, uh... I I memorized it in school, and they made me memorize it, and Thank it's God in there I somewhere. Had to experience that. My school system. Never I also made just like learning what was on maps for fun. Mm. I actually learned. I actually memorized at one point the entirety of uh, Western Asia's uh, countries and where they were. It's um, it's fucked because I like. Do not ask me where Bahrain is anymore. <laughs> Uh, the, um, what's the word? I can't remember America, like the real world geography, like at all. I know exactly where American truck simulator geography. No, incorrect. I can completely navigate a hollow Knights map. I can't. I know where I'm going most of the time. I know how to generally get to every area. If, yeah. if I need to find specific rooms, I have to use the map. But I can generally get to an area in, like, the vague area where I need to go without having to look. Because I spent a lot mm. of time in that game. I'm sure you have, you freak. I did do everything in that game, including the shit that didn't give you achievements. 
Yeah, you really wow. are just a freak. Literally, it's still my pinned tweet that I am the God Master. It's really? Uh-huh. It just says God Actually, Master. You can go look right is now. Is that really just... It's, I'm going to look at it right and now. It's, and it's the page of all the bosses in the boss rush <laughs> mode with the gold star icon, meaning I beat them without taking a hit. Oh my god, it is still your pinned tweet. And I'm, I'm, I'm liking this tweet. It's very good. Why do you think it's there? You're going to make my phone buzz. Oh wait, my phone's off because I turned it off. Because recently, why? Because uh, my phone sucks, and over every once in a while, it just uh, dies. Like the battery gets mm. like starts draining really fast, and it needs just a reboot, so it stops doing that. Mm. I need a new phone, bad. But the uh, what's the word? I recently moved over to Spotify because I finally. Yeah. I before I was just using free apps to play music and I you get annoyed with podcatchers. Yes, this pot like I get annoyed with the ads and how it's really slow and choppy and then I moved to Spotify and I moved all my podcasts over and I'm now paying for it so I can actually oh. download files and play them remotely because I currently am using the cheapest plan ever for a phone ah. so I don't have unlimited data. I turn my data off when I leave my home. The uh Yeah. And I just have everything downloaded locally. Okay. But yeah, my, uh... Anyway, now that I'm on Spotify, I'm using it a lot more, and I'm currently listening to the playlist I use for when I'm playing Sea of Thieves, so I'm just listening to the fucking Dreadnoughts. But, uh... uh I actually just caught up with two podcasts I was listening to at the beginning of this year. The Magnus Archives? Co- hmm? Magnus Archives? Yes, one of them is yes. the Magnus Archives. Good. And the other one is the Penumbra podcast. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm not going to talk about me listening to them on a different podcast because I think that's a bit weird. Podcast about podcasts? But I I have gotten past my COVID podcast depression funk. Yeah. So there's that. I'm glad that um, uh, Rusty Quill's doing something very nice with their podcast, which is when Magnus Archives goes on hiatus, Stella Firmer comes off hiatus. So I get a little that some show that I haven't watched. It's a very good comedy show. It's very funny. Um, I'm sure it is. But yeah, the uh, besides like the usual podcasts, I've been just like, just like uh, chilling and playing a lot of. I got an Xbox One. That's news. I just realized we haven't talked about that. I bought an Xbox. Oh One yeah, because it was on sale on Black Friday, and I got it for like less than two hundred bucks. Um, oh man, Alex, I'm so sorry you bought an Xbox One X instead of an Xbox Series X. Ugh. I didn't buy a One X, I bought a One S, because the One X model is made for 4K, and that's it, and it's an extra $120. I don't get why 4K is a big I, deal. 4K is... 4K does look nice. But no one, barely anything fucking supports it, it's so like... It's like it's it's like pe- it's <laughs> it like does. people that bought the version it's one of bad. VR, and it was like, yeah, I paid. You I paid s- like I'd say that that's for still the same for VR. Bad. Yes, I agree. VR is not like like I saw an ad today. It's like get the new VR. It's like what if you just bought one for like a thousand fucking dollars? And they're like, oh, we have a new one. I never buy any. The only thing if I, VR was so good, why of, is there new VR? The last technology, <laughs> the last new technology that was like cutting edge, quote unquote, when it came out, is I bought a Wii U at launch. 
That was the last thing. Wow. I was in middle school. The the only technology I think is worth buying when it's like newer is PC parts and phones. I, Even phones, probably not. Yeah. I like to buy phones as they're like older. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I don't understand being so interested in getting all the new stuff. Like the, the new Xbox and the new PS5 is like... I don't give a fuck about I'm glad it. That car, I'm I don't. Glad that vehicle technology is like, like having a built-in like Bluetooth, and like like phones and like technology into vehicles is now like middle tier, and the new shit is like everything's voice controlled. The new shit is just Tesla. Yes, unfortunately. Yes, but I'm glad that like having wireless and like integratable phone stuff in the car mm. and like everything's digital instead of just like you know what's even better mm. is that it's super cheap to trick out old cars to do yeah, it yeah that too my radio is bluetooth nice and it, my car is like from 2007 so it's incredible. like incredible hey fancy schnazzy speaking imagine showing speaking this to someone of, in 2007 speaking of fucking schnazzy we're gonna take a really oh. schnazzy fucking break because we're at 29 minutes oh what a segue Alex. i'm very good Ooh. at those i'm incredible at segues all right we need three people <laughs> xbox one god xbox one i bought xbox with my xbox one. one i bought a copy of rare replay for eight dollars and oh. uh, installed that, and then besides that, I am now paying for, like, Game Pass, and I don't think I'm ever going to buy another Xbox One game. Oh. Unless it's, like, backwards compatibility stuff, Game Pass is going to keep my Xbox One alive. What about Sunset Overdrive? Don't care. Huh? I looked at it... It's Insomniac! Came, I looked at it when it came out and went, huh, Whatever. I don't need the old Insomniac na- game. I got fucking Ghost of Tsushima, and that's what I'm after. Assassin's Insomniac Creed, didn't make go- Tsushima. Sucker and Punch sucker did, punch. you're right. What did Insomniac do? What am I thinking Ratchet about? and Clank. Oh, I never played those games. That's why I have no... Oh, I was you're thinking, missing out. I was just thinking of Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch was my thing. I played uh, Sly Cooper. Oh, that's right. They did make Sly Cooper. Mm-hmm. And Infamous. Ah. <sighs> Well, yeah, but like, I always forget they made Sly Cooper. But yeah, they, I played uh, the the demo for Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus, and then it moved oh. on. I love those, which games. was on Ratchet and Clank. The would you uh, believe it? the swamp level with the snake scared me as a kid, and I couldn't play it anymore. Same with the Rayman level with the Canarin in Rayman Three Hoodlum Havoc. Those two, those to made, be fair, I I never beat those games because I would delete my save data and then play the fun parts again, and then get to that area and go, eh, guess I'm done. <laughs> to be fair, my my big hang up as a child was the Redeads in the graveyard mm. uh where the Sun Song is yeah. in uh Ocarina, Ocarina of, of Time. Time. I wanna play Ocarina of Time. It'd be fun. I love that game. Now that I have an Xbox, I'm I'm loving Rare Replay. We're gonna have to start up I think when we finish Hat in Time, I'm really itching for it, Banjo kazooie. Okay. I've never played the Xbox 360 versions. I'm very excited to see how fucked the controls are. Just imagine Banjo-Kazooie at 60 FPS I'm, and Banjo-Tooie is, yeah, is at the, a reasonable frame the, rate. The visuals is, like, great. I'm The controller is what I'm going to have to get used to because I'm used to the Oh, buttons. the controls are fine. It seem, They're perfect. It seems like it'll be really fucking weird not having C buttons, but 
Oh, it always is. It always is. But Every I time I play the, a Nintendo 64 game without I imagine the first person like, oh. sections won't suck in Banjo-Tooie, so I'm excited. They don't suck. But yeah, I've been playing... The only thing I've been touched, I've touched on Rare Replay is uh, Viva Pinata, because that's what I was itching to play, because I used to have the PC version of the first game. I never had Troubles in Paradise, because it never came to anything besides Xbox. And it's basically just an expansion of the first game. There's literally, like, nothing different. Besides new right. content that's, like... It's not a different it game. It? It's an expansion. What is worth it? Is it worth it to just... If you had to pick between the two, would it be worth it to, like, take the extra effort to do the uh, expansion? Yes. Trouble in Paradise is a better oh. game. There's so mu- there's okay. much, much more to do. Ah. Pl- pl- like, if you okay. played the first one and then went to the went to Trouble in Paradise, you'd be like, I'm playing the same game until you get some new stuff, which is what I'm experiencing. But I haven't played it in so long that I missed it. So I'm glad that I did the work I did. I'm redoing the work I did before. Right. I treat that game like I do Pokemon, where, like, the way that game works is you can have multiple gardens, and they have a size mm-hmm. limit, but that's, you're supposed to have multiple gardens that you go in between and, like, do different yeah. stuff in to supplement the fact that it has a size limit of how much stuff you can fit in it. But uh, I like yeah. treating that game like Pokemon, where each garden's a different box, and I c- categorize the different pinata, and I'm trying to catch them all. There was a cartoon for Viva Pinata. Yep, it was on four kids only. <laughs> it wasn't very good. I believe the cartoon happened after the first game, and then the characters from that came over to Trouble in Paradise. Like, I believe Pre- honestly, Professor Pester was from the show, if I'm not mistaken. Honestly, if I recall, um, I looked at it and I was like, wow, four kids picked a weird show, huh? And I didn't even didn't even acknowledge that it was a fucking video game show. I don't know which came first. I thought it was a cartoon first. I don't know which came first, but um Look at the View of Pinata uh, wiki page while you talk. I don't know which came first, but Tack in the Power of Juju. I had the first two games of oh. that on GameCube, and then I found out later they had a cartoon. And I don't know if the cartoon yeah. came after or not. The cartoon came first. Did it? Because like, it had the Nickelodeon yeah. like logo when you booted up the game. And I was like, that's weird that Nickelodeon made a game without a without basing it on anything. Because I never knew the show fucking existed. Um, I like the okay, first game so of that, by the way. It was, first just, things it first. was just a 3D platformer akin to like a Banjo-Kazooie. It was great. First things first. Um, Viva Pinata was a game first. Uh-huh. And uh, second thing, second, Tack and the Power of Juju came first. The game or the show? Came out in 2003, the game. Okay, so I was right. Cool. The show came out in 2007. I remember it, yeah, I remember seeing the show, like, Also, happening. THQ made the first one. Yes. And the, f- it was the, first, the first one was good. And the second one... Oh, no, Nickelodeon was a producer. The second Never one mind. felt like a beat-em-up and not like an exploration <laughs> pick-up-the-jiggy situation, if I'm remembering correctly. And I remember not liking it. I had the second one. And then the third uh, one was yeah. a mini-game party game collection. I believe. Yeah. That's what THQ did best, huh? Yep. Like that Start strong. And then piddle out then, until you go bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah! You know what? It's funny. Is a lot of my games growing up were THQ games. Uh huh. I had three Scooby Doo THQ games. On oh, GameCube. that's a there lot. There were three of them. 
I didn't know there were that many. There, yep, there was Night of a Hundred Frights, Mask Mayhem. Fuck, I can't remember the final one. You know what could be worse? You know what's? Well, hold on. You want to know some some oh. scary news? Yeah, sure. I'm gonna open up uh, my totally legit GameCube on my PC right now, and I'm going to go look because oh. I'm pretty sure I have all three of them as ISO files. Oh. Night of a Hundred Frights, it's Unmasked, made. and Mystery Mayhem. I mixed up Mask Mayhem. Oh. I have all three of them well, because you know, they were nostalgic childhood adventures, so I kept them as a, uh, ISOs. There could be a worse fate than being one of those games. Those games were tolerable. I remember having fun Well, there those. could be a worse fate than mm. being those games. What? Being a Scooby-Doo game on the Nintendo 64. Oh, fuck. It, I had it when I was growing up, and it controlled, like, fucking Resident Evil. <laughs> That's incredible. Tank controls and camera angles galore Holy as shit. well. Yeah. You got you remember, oh. like, the era when there were just, like, ports of games that, like... It was around the Nintendo DS era when people just didn't make ports between consoles the same game because the hardware wasn't there with Nintendo. So you'd get, like... Lego Star Wars for the Nintendo DS, and it just was a completely different fucking video game. Yes. Why um, make a port? It's just a different video game. I mean, the best example I can come up with when I was growing up was uh, SpongeBob SquarePants the movie. Yep. The game. Mm-hmm. Between, for like... PlayStation 2 and Game Boy Advance, those two games were wildly different. Yes. I beat them both, though. I think I have actually a impressed SpongeBob that. Nintendo DS shovelware games. I took, I adopted, I sold the my old shovelware because I grew up and learned out what learned what shovelware was, and I was like, I'll just pawn this shit. Mm-hmm. I won't play it. And then my sister, yeah. like, I didn't didn't sell hers when she had a DS as a kid, and so I just adopted the so shovelware. Have I have horses with a Z. Hey, I have like you the, should record I, that for I, the channel. I, that I don't have a DS capture card. You have a DS on your computer. I'm not installing that. That's that's a that's malware because that shovel that's shovelware. <laughs> shovelware <laughs> is malware in my eyes. I'm not putting that poison in my PC. Uh, speaking of DS is on our computers. I'm still holding onto that WarioWare footage. Yeah, you are. I still need it's to. Fuck, I need Google to change Drive. it. Because I, I made a cut of it. Mm-hmm. Stepping behind the curtain, I made a cut. Uh, back in June of a WarioWare DIY recording session, and I cut it to be like a long form video, like an hour long, because that's how long it took us to record anyway. It was an hour long recording. I cut it down to about like 50 minutes, and I'm like, I don't want to, I wouldn't watch this long of people playing this game. Mm-hmm. And now I have to figure out how to make a compelling highlight reel of that footage. And God, I hate. I hate editing that series. That stuff. that series would have better been edited. better as a stream. Something where you it could something been a good something stream. where you something where you could communicate with per- people live as you're doing the development. I think, I think it'll be good as a highlight recorded session because there's just a lot of like nonsense. But because of the way we record, we do the whole um, dead air thing is bad because that's how streaming knowledge is and mm-hmm. it's it, we were planning to do it as a long form video so that's how we recorded it but it's like uh we talk so much i have a hard time cutting out stuff 
Speaking of dead air, the Sam and Max games is oh. a lot of me just shutting up to listen to the dialogue, and I kind of like it. It's very relaxed. That's acceptable. It's very. It's those streams are very relaxed, especially last like this set this um yeah this Saturday stream. There was no one there. It was just me. So it was just me quietly playing Sam and Max, and just like every once in a while saying something. <laughs> right. Was, I'll be honest. It was very Sam chill. and Max. It's like I can understand the dead air because that game yeah. dialogue is very that game. Gritty, that it's game hard to is yeah. That game's just, like, whole point is it's a point and click. The whole point is it's dialogue. Yeah, but that being said, I cannot do the same in my streams. None of my streams have that luxury. <laughs> <laughs> all of my streams are like I'm going to play something where if I don't stop, if I don't stop talking, uh, no one will watch. Mm-hmm. I like Lord. I like an in between. I like some games like Paper Mario was the opposite of a dead air game because I had to read every word spoken. Yeah, and now we now we started just fucking around be, in between th- dialogue. That became that color splash became very fun when I had guests on because I would still be trying to read the dialogue over people having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> people wouldn't wait for me to read the dialogue and like wait for oh, dead air. You know what we can fights. do for Paper Mario Color Splash? Uh huh. I know what I can do with that footage. I can supercut it. Oh yeah, it's all uploaded and yeah. available. Well, I'm gonna go do that. I'm gonna like have start fun. On that That's like 16 hours. That's fine. I'll just start downloading the footage. <laughs> Go ahead and keep talking. Uh, the uh, uh, what else have I been doing recently? I really have been just stuck with Rare since I got my Xbox One because I've been just playing so much fucking Viva Pinata and like yeah, a lot of Sea of Thieves. Like I'm like not nowhere near being burnt out on Sea of Thieves. The last time I've been like this into uh into a game was uh when I when I got back into Final Fantasy 14 a couple months back. Oof. I'm switched the, yeah. like I switched between being interested in Sea of Thieves and Final Fantasy at this point. And right now two big sea, MMOs. Yeah, right now Sea of Thieves is my big fucking I have like goals I want to achieve in that. Commendation, mm. finding a commendation that's tricky and striving for it is like great. It keeps you busy. I want to become a pirate hmm. legend in that game and get the Athena's fortune stuff. Yeah, I think it'd be worthwhile doing all the, the pirate legend stuff and getting all that stuff done. Because, like, Sea of Thieves is great. Uh, I might fuck around in it tonight if you're willing to. I also am willing to. Currently, it's the we Christmas event. sloop it up. Yeah, currently it's the Christmas event, so everyone... Like, a lot... The two, like, big PvP-focused <laughs> events of this holiday event have popped up so now people are probably going to be trying to sink each other constantly oh but yeah that game i'm so oh i had a burp there sorry the uh sea of thieves is like horrible etiquette i'm like you don't but um (laughs) the uh Ah, drunk (laughs) drunk minecraft uh but sea of thieves is like I'm so glad that it was like Rare's revival. Yeah, because they I did, wish they like, made more games. They did like Grab by the Ghoulies and Viva Pinata and like like Nuts and Bolts, and then they made Connect Shovelware for approximately five years, and then yes, and then they were like, okay, we're gonna make a new game, entirely new IP. 
and then it uh dropped flat on its fucking face because it was empty at the start and everyone all the big YouTubers and stuff played it for about 5 minutes and realized that and they were like, "Well, now we're not going to play it." And now that it has all this content 2 or 3 years down the line, no one wants to fucking touch it again. It's like I'd love to see a bunch of different people take over and like play it in like Cruise of 4. That'd be great. I can think of several YouTuber groups that I'd love to see do that. They made Killer Instinct. Yeah. 2013. Uh-huh. They did them in the their Connect era. In the, old, uh, in the middle of it, huh? Yeah. Jesus. They did it between Connect Sports, Connect Sports Season 2, and then Connect Sports Rivals late, came later. Jesus. And then um, Rare Replay came out in 2015, which isn't technically a game. Uh, and then Battletoads came out this year. The uh, Rare Replay has this very cool feature, which yeah. is the... Uh, they did a thing like NES Replay does... You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Where it like uh it was just a bunch of little things you can do in the games that are like special uh what's the word? Objectives, little compartmentalized yeah. like trials. The only unfortunate thing mm-hmm. about it is those it literally is NES replay where it's like only the games from like eighty four. Like fucking like Solar Jetman and fucking like Saber Wolf, like the shit no one plays. The ones that nobody else would play. I would die if there was like like, like banjo kazooie yeah banjo kazooie and tui mini game challenges fuck mm-hmm. or like a oh, like a first person shooter multiplayer thing but it's against ai shooters they've been published under um thq at some point yeah this what is this title it's less a games developed by rare okay mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of games where it's like thq is just like we're going to fucking Put our fucking stamp on it. Yeah, they made uh, they made in 2005. They made a game called "Is Mr. Pants." Yeah, I know that With one. THQ. Wow. There's there's a that's been there, their mascot there, for a long yeah, time, hasn't it? That's that was that's it, like feet, big O pants are in Grunty Industries and Banjo Tooie, and the dude himself shows up in the the level in Nuts and Bolts that takes place inside a console. As a, and as Boggy's a, as... watching Mr. Pants on TV. Yes, this is true. In Banjo 2. Yeah. I always forget that dude's name is Mr. Pants. He's just a snowman with fucking yeah. briefs on. Yeah, but yeah, he's a he's a whole game. In the, I think it's called Logbox, the second world in Nuts and Bolts, there's a bunch of, like, discs spinning inside of, like, game discs. And there's one for Banjo-Kazooie, mm-hmm. and there's one for Tui, and it's like a... There was one for there was one for Banjo Kazooie one, and like they have yeah. little like writing text on the edge of the disc that says like that just says little things. And the Banjo Kazooie one says like, "Will anyone remember Banjo Kazooie in twenty five years? Come back in like a certain year and find out." And I remember that uh, current sh- non streamer Panutes was playing Nuts and Bolts at the time and read that the year that it was relevant. Like, <laughs> actually, it picked the time. Pretty funny. That's pretty good. But yeah, rare. Rare was not very. Was not very like uh, confident in their uh, staying power at that time period, huh? Well, I mean, like they just like the dumpster next to Banjo's house and nuts and bolts. Just his. F- actually, no, it's not behind Banjo's house. It's in the museum level. 
in that game. Yeah. There's just a dumpster or trash can, and it's filled to the brim with copies of Grab by the Ghoulies. Because Ugh, they constantly, they con- it, it's constantly joked. They con, they know how big of a fucking flop it was, and they never fucking forget it. Well, no, I can in imagine a, why. In, what's it called? Um, in Viva Pinata, because it was an ugly looking game. I mean, in, God. yeah. In the start of Viva, what's it called? In the start of Viva Pinata, I say it was one, ugly looking. It's weird. It style had much. an ugly cover. Yeah. The um, that's cell shading. Yes. The uh, I lo- in the start of the normal Viva Pinata, not Trouble in Paradise. The garden starts out in a wreck, and they te- tutorialize you how to repair it. And the yeah. uh, one of the things just loitering around that you that they teach you to break with the shovel is just like a thing, like a copies of yeah. Grab by it's the like an arcade machine that's all busted of Grab by the Ghoulies. Wow, that game Grab by the Ghoulies <sighs> is so weird because it has um. It's basically was to combat Luigi's Mansion. It's this. It's the same setup, basically. Really? Except instead of it's your brother, you're a dude going in because your girlfriend gets kidnapped by the dude running the haunted mansion, and you're just there's just no charm. Instead to of grab sucking up ghoulies. ghosts, you, it's a beat 'em up. You beat the fuck out of them. Yeah, I think it's, just, it's has, not. A I think the game has its charms a game. bit. I remember watching gameplay of it. The thing that fucks me up about that game is that when you beat the game. There are these books that have the rare logo on them, and there's one in each room of the mansion. And if you collect them, you unlock yeah. mi- like special missions or like ch- like challenges. And there's like tw- like thirty of them or something. And uh, yeah. the final one of those challenges is called "Play It Again, Son," where you have to beat the entire game again, but as the girlfriend. They just swap the character okay. models around, and you just have to play the entire fucking game again. Can you imagine getting to the end of all of this, all these challenges? You've beaten the game 100%, and then, yeah. and then Rare, the smug sons of bitches, are like, again. That's just, that's just, like, Battletoads. I'm, yep. <laughs> I never played Battletoads, and I don't think I ever will. I never Battle Toads is a rough one. I never understood the appeal. Tough. They always talk about it, and it's always so like it's lived in infamy, not like in in non infamy. What's that word? What's the opposite uh, of infamy? Positive it, infamy. Infam- it's it, it's still infamy. I thought infamous like the connotation that it was like they fucked it up. <laughs> like it's like like it's not e- particularly. Like, like it usually has connotations of being like it something like not positive. If its reputation still precedes it like that, it can still be considered infamous. Hmm. The thing with, but yeah, Battletoads is always like, yeah, this game fucking sucked. Don't you want to buy it again? And it's like, no. <laughs> Don't you want to buy the like the remaster version? I'm like. No! Because, like, so, uh, by the way, uh, definition of infamy. The state of being well-known for some bad quality or deed. Battletoads is, in fact, have many bad deeds. I was correct, then. Battletoads is a mean game. Yes, but they made a new one, <laughs> or a remaster, and I'm like... Yeah, they, re- the they did a remaster or something. But yeah, the, it the, came out this year. Something I really it looks uh, good. Yeah, it does. It, it is pretty, but I wouldn't fucking touch it with a ten foot pole. Um, uh, actually, I think this is a it's a reboot. 
Oh, is what this game oh, is. Then maybe I will touch it. I saw it as a remake, and I was like, "Oh, fuck off! I'm not touching that." No, it, it's not the OG fuck. Battletoads. Okay, I'm fine with that then. It's like it's like Battletoads meets the modern age. Okay, because the bit is that they were like in a um. So the 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 plot Animaniacs says trapped in a fantasy too. simulator bunker for 26 years. The Battletoads awaken to discover they are no longer intergalactic heroes and have fallen into modern day obscurity. In a bid to reclaim their glory, they set out once again to defeat their old longtime nemesis, the Dark Queen. But when they confront the Queen, they end up teaming up with her to take down an evil alien race called the Topians, who have not only stolen the Queen's powers, but also were the ones who trapped the Toads in the bunker. Christ. It sounds fucking great. <laughs> it's the start of Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, where Banjo-Kazooie are washed-up gamers eating pizza. Yeah, except the Battletoads are cool, and they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. The Battletoads it's do just deserve the Animaniacs it. Banjo and Kazooie reboot. did not deserve it. It's the Animaniacs reboot. What was up with that? They just were there. Oh, huh? what, the Animaniacs coming back? They just lived there and they didn't leave, huh? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Oh, I forgot fucking Rare made a game that was just... A game where the main character was the the werewolf guy from fucking Killer Instinct. Yeah. Rem- oh, what a the, one weird... of the games we forgot of the Xbox era was fucking Cameo. Oh, what? I don't even know anything about this. Cameo is a game where you play as a fairy, and your abilities you can like transmogrify into different creatures of fantasy. Oh, you know what Cameo makes me think what? of? What? Knights by Sega. Oh, yeah. The only like that same like obscure. I think here's I something here's something game. for you to do in editing, and also for something you to Google right now. Google cameo K A M E O, uh, uh-huh. mumbo skin. All right, and look at that. Look at the. Oh yeah, you've shown me this. <laughs> I think I don't know if we talked about it on a video or not, but yeah, there Wait. are a bunch of like rareware Easter egg skins that are available in that game, and the plant transformation has a mumbo one, and it's fucking vile. It's pretty funny. I stand by that rareware is good at making creatures most of the time. I think cameo is the rare exception. I think some of the creatures in there are good. Like the monster designs and grab by the ghoulies are okay. There's a vampire that it just has big booba. That's something. Rare loves that too. They like big booba. Big booba. They love big booba. They love pirates and they love Actually, their female designs have been pretty tame over the years. <laughs> What about the flower with big boobs and conquers bad fur day? What about Mrs. Boggy? That's, to be <laughs> fair, Mrs. those are Boggy. those are like those are bits. Yes, I know, but it doesn't mean they stop it. My mom is yelling at the cat because she's getting near the Christmas tree. I think, but but um, the the other thing rare likes besides big booba and um pirates is they love making cops pigs in their video games. Oh yeah! Like in nuts and bolts, and, 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 and nuts and bolts, all the pigs are cops. Well, like one of them is just a big fat fucking pig, and it fucking is rules. Yeah. And also in the pig pinata and Viva pinata has specific like there are accessories you unlock it to decorate your pinatas again, like hats and stuff. And all of the Ashbury the things pig gets is a cop one. They all, it's all cop paraphernalia <laughs> it's all called like rashberry hat which is the name of the pig creature because yeah. they're all like 
like candy puns. But yeah, (laughs) they love shitting on the cops. And for that, I commend them. What a weird company. I love, I love Rareware and their ability to just shove their video games into their own video games. Yeah, Alex, Hmm. I've got a question for you about Sea of Thieves. Okay, shoot. How, you, you can re-roll your pirate. No! Like, visually. Not without losing your stuff, you have to pay them real money. You have to pay them real money. You have to buy a bottle of Fantasia, like in Final Fantasy XIV, to change your appearance. Um, or you lose, or okay. you have to delete your profile, lose all of your cosmetics, and start fresh. What a nightmare! How much does it cost in real money? Mm, not much, probably like a buck or two. Oh, that's not that bad. No, it's like change. I bought a, I bought a bottle of it when I was when I bought stuff like like Sea of Thieves has evolved to the point to where I treat it like TF2, where I don't mind spending money on it anymore. I was like that with TF2 as well. I don't care. Like, I'll buy stuff for that because I enjoy them. I enjoy, They've given me enough... I'm going to get enough mileage out of this game that I would feel... I feel fine purchasing cosmetics in this game. I never regret buying things on TF2, even if I only play it for a day or two. Yep, same here. I have... Yeah. Like, I have thought many times... I barely touch TF2, but every once in a while, I will go to the market and see how much that... Max's head is from Sam and Max. You think it's gonna get lowered because of uh? The it's got it's no it's probably no. I check it like on and off regularly throughout my life. This isn't a recent thing. <laughs> I regularly no no no. I know. I'm saying. Do you th- do you I think, think it that might like rise. you'd think they'd do another promotion for it? Something very funny I stumbled upon last Saturday during the Sam and Max stream is there was a poker table behind a set in a movie station. And they're like, what's this? And they're like, oh, we bought this studio from whoever owned it before. And it's a reference to the uh, Poker Night at the Inventory games that Telltale also made. Those games rule. And I think that we should have a Poker Night series until I win poker. I'd love to play Poker Night. Poker Night at the Inventory is a Or join you in Poker Night at the very least, because I'm good at poker. I'm not good at poker. But I did win. I did win all of the cosmetics for Poker Night at the Inventory 2, but not for one. Wow. I have never played Poker Night at the Inventory 1. I own both of them, and you can't buy them anymore. Fun fact. Really? Since Telltale dissolved. Telltale? Yep. They're just, uh, you can look at them at the store page. You can look at their store page, but yeah, you can't uh, purchase it in any way. Do you think that bit about Poker Night is like them implying they're going to re-release them? That Poker Night at the Inventory bit was there from the original. Oh. They didn't. They didn't add anything new in the remaster. It's just an up-res. It's it's gra- it's graphical and sound based. I All believe. Right. Well, we're getting close to the end of the podcast. Is, so is there anything you want to play us out with? Um, go listen to the Dreadnoughts. Okay, good band. And why should you do that? I already said good band. Oh. What is good. the Dreadnoughts? The Dreadnoughts is a band that it, I would call. I think they go by. I think their genre they go by is folk punk, but there's a lot of sea shanties in there. Their most recent album uh, is very good as well. You'll know it. You'll okay. know it's the most recent one because of the date, and also it's a picture of a boat that's like in the All distance, right. and it's like sepia. You'll you'll find it. I don't know the name. Fuck off. All right, bye guys.